So for this podcast, I'll be covering the characters on Apex Legends, their abilities, uh, what I think are underutilized or best utilized about them. Uh, some characters I'll be giving breakdowns on how to combat um, some of their strengths, etc. So uh, I will be doing this um, in the character release date, uh, which means if you view this um on the screen or you look up and you see how the characters released, you will have an idea of where your character should be. So without further ado, let's get started. Bloodhound is a popular character, still has one of the uh, higher pick rates, um, considered A and S tier, depending on the ranking systems. You look for him and even though they have changed certain things about his ability over the uh, the years that this character's been out, the seasons have made the changes, um, he still provides valuable input to the team, which is why he is uh, ranked normally wherever he is. Uh, with Bloodhound, uh, with his scan, a thing that I think a lot of players don't do often enough or do incorrectly is the use of his scan. His scan time has a cooldown around 45 plus seconds. And so when you want to use it, you have you want to use it in a situation that you believe it is warranted. Uh, if you are walking up on a building, for example, and you hear footsteps, that is the perfect time to scan. If you are walking up on the building and you don't hear anything, Sometimes, yes, it is still good to scan depending on the size of the circle, but you could be giving away valuable intel to your enemies because of the range of how broad they broadcast his scan out, um, the sound, as well as the screen effects. So when I look at Bloodhound mains and when I play with Bloodhound mains, all the effective ones I see... Um, they scan right when they get in the battle or when they, they're running up on a team that they think is in a fight. If we're about to third party, they hear footsteps in the buildings. And a lot of times to make sure that they didn't just hear anything, they may have everybody in the team pause for a second to verify we heard what we heard before the scan because uh, you don't want to give away valuable information to your enemies a thing that is underused utilized is his ultimate beast of the hunt why do you think that is under utilized uh with him being a top tier character a lot of people who get into fights with bloodhound don't activate it they uh that i've seen especially in lower tiers they typically use it as a way of flee fleeting an area um or trying to get out of the zone um, when the circle is closing. Uh, obviously, common sense would say when you are in the middle of that fight, that is the time to go ahead and pop your ultimate and move around, uh, scan as frequently as you can, look to get the assister kills to uh, continue up his uh, Beast of the Hunt timer and we're laying 
as much information as you can as possible to your team. Uh, something else as well that people do, as I said, his kit has changed over the years. A lot of times people only use the footsteps um, markers for Bloodhound instead of giving the information that it shows that a person is wounded, they have taken a zip line, um, recent battles, of a gun, a sniper rifle was shot from a certain distance, especially like when you, people use vantages. It gives you uh, some good ideas of where you can gain a lot of information and often or not, it's not utilized enough. Gibraltar um, being next. Uh, with his ability, uh, we have his, uh, his tactical which is his shield, um, his arm shield, which you can obviously able and disable whenever you uh, feel like it. A lot of times people shoot with Gibraltar, they shoot vertically. Um, you got to realize you want to create a smaller hitbox as possible and let that shield work as well as you can. So with Gibraltar, you want to stay crouched. But moving on to that with his ultimate, his ultimate now has one of the highest cooldowns in the game. You want to have as many ultimate accelerants um, as you can get or see as your teammates can hold them for you. Um, he, uh, with that combined with his dome shield, um, is, a, uh, is a force to be reckoned with on the battlefield with the right teammates. Uh, often enough, I see when people get in fights with Gibraltar, they'll use the dome shield to stop bullets from attacking them as they're fleeing which does make sense but if you also need to heal that's the perfect time to heal then flee rather than fleeing and you have low shields low health and then you end up being picked off from another team because you thought you were preventing something and of course everything is depending on where these fights are taking place if it's a team right on you, it might be the best to throw the dome shield out and run. Otherwise, it might be a good idea to throw the dome shield up hill and then run if you believe you need to. But ultimate accelerance is 100% a need uh, for Gibraltar. And when I have played with people who play with Gibraltars, uh, quite often I don't see enough ultimate accelerance picked up. Uh, when it comes to playing with Lifeline, Lifeline, we know just like whenever I get to Newcastle, um, if there is a gold shield that your team finds, you want to pass it to them. So whenever they do the revive, you can revive your teammates' health and shields when you do that. Um, a bigger thing with Lifelines when we talk about her, specifically her ultimate, uh, cooldown is a lot less now, so that's great. But teammates need to pick up anything that they believe can be for their weapon, for their helmets, for their shields, before the Lifeline Care Package is called. Uh, now, it is a game, so sometimes it fixes itself, sometimes it does not. But there are times where, um, and it's happened to me, to where one of my teammates will ping a blue shield, I'm headed to the blue shield, my teammates may have uh, purple themselves already, and not think about it, call the lifeline care package down, and then in the care package is another blue shield. The care package is designed for you guys who are newer to the game, figuring this out um, as season changes have happened, 
to give you something better kitted for your team, a teammate. So what it would do is whatever the lowest level item one of your teammate has, it will try to replace that or multiples of them, just different attachments and things like that. Essentially making the care package every time it drops useful versus sometimes it has this, sometimes it has that, and nobody on the team can benefit anything from it. Uh, now, of course, like I said, you could be getting ready to call the care package and you're about to change weapons that you find. Make sure uh, if you are in the party with your teammates or in the in the team chat uh, or game chat, rather, you relay that you're about to change the weapons and then you pick up all the other accessories uh, prior to make sure that you get the best things out of that care package instead of just something. When it comes to Pathfinder, Pathfinder, I really don't have a lot to say um, about his, I mean, his zipline is great. You guys know the more you scan beacons, his um, uh, his grapple grappling hook comes back faster. Um, a thing that I would always recommend, though, with him is to make sure that you have the correct controller settings for him. Specifically, I mean, if you have stiffer controller settings... You're not going to be able to get the movement that you see a lot of the Pathfinders doing in video clips or in games where they're able just to click and like swing around different areas of the map if you don't have the right um, controller inputs. Uh, there's a lot of controller settings out there for you, so I recommend you check that out and figure out what works best for you and try those out in the firing range. Um, his Pathfinder's ability to grapple and like fly way out of the way of fights and being able to get um, heals off and things like that has made Pathfinder mains a force to be reckoned with uh, for years um, at this point and uh, just helps change like the movement game completely for somebody who has to use uh, ropes and grappling hooks to get their movement versus uh, gel pads, grab lifts, etc. Which we'll get to them later. Uh, when it comes to Wraith, uh, obviously Wraith has the smallest hitbox on the game. If you did not know that, um, Wraith is still one of the top pick characters. Uh, I, I assume specifically because of that, and these abilities. One, when she goes into uh, the void, she can run out of fuses. Um, mother load. She doesn't take zone ring damage. Um, so that helps escape you a little bit. But of course, now if you travel through her uh, her void portal, you will take this the said damage. Um, a lot of times, what I notice that this is a, a very tricky situation when you're doing this, but uh, a lot of, uh, not a lot of, but lower level uh, Wraith Banes tend to do, they tend to set the portal after a teammate is knocked and needs an area to retreat to instead of prior, like during the fight. As in when a teammate is realizing that the fight isn't going this way, the Wraith go ahead and sets the portal up so you guys can go ahead and escape having relatively high enough health so you can engage people who come through the portal. Um, once a teammate is knocked and now you're setting the portal and trying to run away, 
you don't have access to your weapons, and you're putting your other teammate at a disadvantage unless you guys have traded Nox at that point in time, and it is still, um, uh, in, a, in that case, uh, 2v1, or I mean, 2v2 um, at that point. But if the if you are running away and you're the Wraith, then you're going to make it a 2v1 situation for you, and that's not going to be uh, good for your teammate. Uh, so if you are in a situation that you think it might be wonky before it gets real crazy, that may be the time to go ahead and set the portal and get ready to move uh, out. Um, another thing that Wraiths can do as well is the Wraith of Kidnap um, that you guys may have, may have not heard before is where a Wraith can sneak right up on a team, place the portal, go back in the portal, because some people shoot and move backwards, they may back up into the portal. Your team is there and ready to uh, jump on that opportunity and kill that person. When it comes to Bangalore, Bangalore, um, a lot of people don't know this about her ultimate yet. Bangalore's ultimate goes the direction that she is facing when she throws it. So a lot of times when you are fleeing away from teams, uh, you will... Uh, throw the ultimate towards the team that you're fighting and then run the opposite direction. That does you no good because if you are shooting a team and then a team um, and you're running the opposite way of them after you throw the ultimate, they are going to be able to just to run through that ultimate. And as there is a weird five to seven second delay before detonation, before they hit the ground, they will receive no damage. So you always want to throw it forward and run through that way. And if the team decides to chase, they risk receiving damage that way. That delay is designed for you to be able to run through the ultimate um, and use it as a, another line of defense between you and them. Of course, you can also run through the ultimate and throw smoke so now they can't see uh, where the ordinance has landed. So this gives them another reason for them not to chase you. Um, I think a lot of Bangalore's uh, that I've seen, even in these larger team fights, they don't smoke enough to give their teams the opportunity to flank around their opponents, escape bad things if they need to, or even to cover the Rolling Thunder, like I mentioned, that way... Uh, they can make sure the opponents receive some damage if they are chasing them. Uh, even though we have the little um, notifications that you are next, you are close to something that is about to explode, the smoke makes it a whole lot easier uh, to distract them because it's like, do I want to risk this? Do I not? Um, a lot of blind lords as well that I have played with don't use weapons that have digi threats. That is something that is, um, you would think would be obvious, but of course, depending on the player's skill and ability, they may not want to have anything that um, they're not comfortable with. They may not want to play with the SMG. They may not want to play with a shotgun. Uh, but those things are to consider to make her a real threat at the end game if you're able to just pop the two smokes you crafted a peacekeeper, you have an EVA 8, 
you have a car, prowler, whatever else, and your opponents can't see you, and you can see them through the smoke, and you can um, let your shots go at them. Um, the same thing with the digi threat also applies to caustic. Uh, I think a lot of caustics, when they land, they do not uh, put the gas in the building like they should when they land. So if you're landing and you're like, there's, you could obviously now the game will tell you that there's different people in the area that are landing near you. If you go in a building, throw a gas down, move around, do whatever else, go to a different building, throw another gas down. It does a couple of different things for you because one, as soon as it pops off, you'll see your tick damage pop on the screen. So you can relay your teammates where your gas is that was just set off. You can also look under mini map and see that that gas has went away because it has been set off. Um, and a big thing too, people don't use Caustic as a form of retreat. Uh, how I prefer to use Caustic when I play with him, and maybe you guys can check this out as well too, is when you're doing the gas in the building, as I have said, your opponents hear the sounds of you throwing the gas down. If I go in a building and I am immediately healing, they may rush in because they don't hear me putting gas down and here I'm focusing on healing, not knowing that I've already laid gas traps there prior to this exchange and I was retreating to a place where I knew I could heal. Same thing for my teammates. My teammates will be able to re retreat to that building and be able to heal. Um, so that's just different kind of ways to look at it as when it comes to specifically his ultimate, I don't, I have done and I have uh, did a video on my Facebook page that I can uh, reference you all to if you ask where I was like, this is a way to use caustic offensively by making people move a different direction. Essentially, um, I threw gas in one area of the building of his ultimate where I knew the team couldn't come through that other side and I told all my other team to rush the other way. It worked out well for us because the zone was also behind them and they had no real area to retreat besides going out in the open, coming to the other side of gunfire or running through my gas uh, with the circle being able to close soon. Um, these are things people don't really think about, but um, tactics are involved in any game you play. Uh, when it comes to Mirage, Mirage um, is this is like the fastest, or if, if it's not the fastest, it is one of the fastest uh, cooldowns for his ultimates in the game because it does no uh, damage. A lot of the ones that do no damage um, and are looked at as like distractions or things like that tend to come back faster than some of the things for the other characters. Um, but with Mirage, his uh, his ultimate is the only thing. His, his traditional bamboozles, we already know. You send out his bamboozle, you can decide to control the decoy or not. Um, when it comes to his ultimate, this is something that I, uh, you guys might want to find interesting or you may not have known. When you do his ultimate, because they are decoys. The decoys only mimic the last weapon that the Mirage had on him, if he even had a weapon at all. So, uh, sometimes the Mirage will run, 
they will hide their weapons because they're running real fast and then they'll hit the decoy escape. Obviously, if you are in the middle of a gunfight and if you're close enough to see a Mirage and you know the Mirage doesn't have a gun out on them, you could just keep running because you know it's not the real Mirage. If you are in the group of Mirages and you notice that one Mirage is changing weapons, that automatically lets you know it's the real one. He also flickers a lot more than the, um, for lack of a better word, it's, well, decoys um, do. So if they, if you're at an area, they have no weapon. And this is the same thing for his other decoy, um, the singular one he sends out. If you have a weapon out, he'll have the weapon out. If you have the weapon put up, he'll have the weapon put up. So you just have to think about it. If you're in the middle of a gunfight and you see a mirage that is just running down the way with not a care in the world, with no weapon, one, that's probably obviously a decoy. Two, you can... Uh, be assured of it if everybody else is shooting around and that Mirage is not shooting, looking to hide or do anything else and just acting like they're going about their their everyday life. Octane. Um, Octane is great for uh, pushing characters uh, with his STEM ability. Uh, you try to run away from Octane, you're not going to get away. He's going to catch you um, all the time. He can't kill himself by stemming too much. The game has already uh, figured that out. Or so I believe. I have not seen. I've seen Mirages with or Octanes with like next to no health um, uh, do the uh, stem. And the stem only seems to activate when he has enough health that won't kill him. Um, with his jump pad, uh, often enough. I see his jump pad thrown out when people are just like running to like new areas. Well, if you throw the jump pad down and you take it, it makes a loud sound so everybody knows where you are in the area. That's number one. Uh, number two, um, do you really want to make yourself a target like that? I would assume no. So, <clears throat> um, a thing that you guys can do with Octane that you may not think about is Throw the jump pads out in front of doors. Why? It can block the door from opening. If the door is already busted open, you can just throw it out in the middle. And if people are in the middle of a gunfight and you run a certain way, they're not paying attention, they'll just hit the jump pad and knock them forward or knock them back. It gives you that element of surprise that you're um, looking to gain on a lot of the opponents. Uh, a lot of times, if you have the higher, higher ground and you have a teammate that's knocked, Throw your jump pad down towards them so your teammate can bounce and move their self uh, either away from getting currently shot if the person's trying to finish them off, or maybe it can bring them up to the level where you guys are at where they can be healed. Um, it's obviously faster than crawling, so it is something to consider. So this will be a multi-part series. So this one right here stops with the characters that have been out since day one of the game yes you had to buy mirage yes you had to buy octane but these are the day one characters so i will be following up shortly with the next let's go ahead and say the next eight characters or so and then i'll finish it off um with the different people at the end so Thank you guys for checking this out. I hope you have learned something about the characters or thought about different ways of using them. 
than you traditionally have. This is how you become legendary and greatness is earned.